Welcome to the Folks Alert Podcast. Uh, my name is Kiko. I've got a very, very interesting guest with me today, Scott Blyler. How are you, sir? Very good. How about yourself, my friend? Uh, uh, I'm doing good. What are you drinking over there? What is that? What kind of wine is that? Um, I think it's Puy Fousset. It's a little. It's a nice French white. Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right. Just relax. Relax at home. Listen, um, uh, first of all, let me say I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I know we spoke last week and we were trying to get this together, and you're finally here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. You're not the usual plastic surgeon. Agreed. This is true. <laughs> yeah. I put the extra in ordinary, man. I, uh, yeah. Now, where are you from New York originally? Yes. Okay. Uh, I am from New York, uh, born and raised. Took a little, uh, some training uh, out of state, but uh, I came back home. Gotcha. What part of New York? Uh, Long Island. Okay, okay. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. So you're not, okay. you're not, you're not too far from me. But I live in Florida yeah. now. I, I, you know, I left, but I never came back. Okay, man, you may have made the right call. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Uh, listen, I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but I, I, I'll probably come back. I'll probably come back. Now, cool. you are a New Yorker, um, so it, you're pretty rough around the edges, some may say, right? Every, everywhere we go, people say, oh, New Yorker, we're rough around the edges. All right, I'll go with that. On the outside, but inside is a sweet, cuddly teddy bear. Right. But we, it would, we wouldn't be New Yorker if we didn't have that tough skin, though, right? Agreed, agreed. Okay. Now, you're a medical professional, and um, I'm on Instagram one day. I see this guy comes up on my timeline, and he does this video. Doctor. And I'm like... Oh, okay, I thought it was a skit, right? I really thought it was a skit. Then I was like, I clicked on the link. Whoa, whoa, this guy's really a doctor, right? And if you grew up in New York, therefore, you tapped into the urban culture, you tapped into rap music, I'm sure. If anyone that grew up in New York, that's the, the birthplace of rap, you, you, it's, it's hard not to be into it, right? And I was, very, I was very surprised to see that you incorporated the music into your practice and on social media and you, you were very loose with it. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. Let me reach out to this guy for an interview, but let me play the video that really got me into you. Um, and then I'll come back and I'll talk to you about it because it was very, a very interesting video. Take a look. Okay. She an ungrateful little bitch. I'll take her ass off. Give me them titties back. bitch. I That did well for me, yes. Uh, that was on World Star, The Shade Room. Lil Dirk reposted it. Um, yeah, that, that did pretty well. So you, you're really in tune with the music? I love it. I really do. I really do. Uh, I mean, I always kind of liked it. And then um, I went to like a, a future concert. I got like a suite up there and we invited a whole bunch of my patients and I found myself like just dancing like an idiot and I'm looking around and I'm like, everyone's dancing like an idiot. And I'm like, this is awesome. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I fell in love with it. I really did. Um, and uh, we really got ingrained with the culture. Like um, we've had a, a bunch of hip hop artists uh, swing by some for surgery, just some just to hang out. 
Right. Um, it, it's awesome. I spoke to a guy. T- I, I spoke to NLB Chopper today. He, he saw uh-huh. your video. Like, um, I love it, man. I love it. I really do. Let Let me ask you this. Take me back to your earlier years before um, you became a surgeon. What What made you? I mean, I'm sure you could have been any doctor. Why you chose plastic surgery? Um. You know, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what I wanted to do. I always knew I was going to be a doctor of some sort. My parents brainwashed me. It's like a, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a Long Island Jewish thing. Like your parents, you got to be a lawyer, a doctor, and accountant. Um, right. So uh, my dad actually wanted to be a chiropractor, mm-hmm. and I worked for a chiropractor one summer. And I'm like, I don't really dig this. So um, I was actually going to do maxillofacial surgery, like. Um, people with clefts and like, you know, congenital mal, mal, uh, deformities of the face. And uh, I went to school for that. And while I was there, I was like, let me learn a little bit more. And uh, one of the guys a couple years ahead of me is like, you can really do the full cosmetic thing. I see that in you. Like, I'm like, you know, I may be right. And um, sure enough, I went to school for that too. And then when I came back to New York, I thought I was going to be like the facelift master of New York city. Right. Um, so I opened up on fifth Avenue and, you know, I had no gray hair at the time. I had no before and after pictures. And uh, it was kind of ballsy. I just said, let me hang up a shingle and start my own thing. And I had all these like older, bougie, you know, uh, Fifth Avenue ladies coming in saying, let me see your pictures. And, uh, you know, how many of these have you done? Are you old enough to even do these surgeries? Um, but it seemed like the younger people were like cooler with me. And I did a couple of modeling agencies, like a couple of the girls there. And all of a sudden it spread. Right. And uh, it seemed like people were more accepting of body surgery, uh-huh. where the uh, older people were a little bit more leery of a young person doing facelifts. So my practice evolved almost exclusively body. I do some face stuff, too, but I'm like the body guy now. Gotcha. Uh, now, do you have any siblings? I have a younger sister. Okay. Now, when you decide to <laughs> go into plastic surgery... And you had the conversation with your parents. What, what was their take on it? Because your dad is a chiropractor. He was expecting you, obviously, maybe to come into the chiropractor field with him. And then you say, oh, I'm, I'm going to do <laughs> I'm gonna do this kind of oh, surgery. Yeah, my dad's an attorney. Um, and uh, he, he wanted me to be a chiropractor. He thought, like, you know, he does oh, okay, personal okay, okay. okay. People hurt themselves. They send him to you for back pain. Um yeah, I mean, they were kind of supportive. My my mom passed away, so she wasn't really around to make the decision with me. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, my my family's pretty supportive. Like, um, okay. some of the stuff they don't get, like this whole thing that I do, like, they don't get it at all. Like, they see some of my videos, like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Right. But uh, it, just, it just feels so much natural. Like, um, I tried to be that dude, like, with the white coat, like, very professional and, it doesn't I work. It, it, right. it doesn't work for you. It wouldn't work for you. No, I'm, I'm it, t- it don't work for you. Works fun now. Cause I go in, I can be myself. Like my patients are cool. They're twerking in the waiting room. It's like <laughs> it, it, it's a cool vibe. Um, it, it's much better. It just feels right. Now, over I would say maybe uh, 2000, 2010, right? Maybe for me maybe a little bit sooner for you um the the body surgery thing really took off in uh i say 2010 with the stripper movement 
and a lot of strippers start getting their body done. Uh, and I, I'm sure you've seen an uptick in your business based upon that. Uh, do you think it's, and I mean, I'm sure they've got, you know, surgeons or, or females that want to get their body done and shouldn't. Now, have you ever had the experience where someone comes in and says, okay, I want this, right? And I've seen some some video on social media on Instagram where some people went over the board with it. They went a little too far. Have you ever had a, a, a patient come in and said, hey, uh, Scott, I want to get this done. And you're like, uh, I could do it, but have you had to advise against it? All the time, all the time. Um, it's, it's a little cliche, but it's always safety first. These are elective surgeries. We're not curing cancer or anything heroic. We're just making you feel better about yourself. Um, but some people make some really bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are contemplating really bad decisions. And we do have a duty to try to steer them the right way. I mean, there is, you know, it's a fine line. The, you know, matter of taste is one thing. But then, like, you start to, when you push the limits, it's um, it's not good for anybody. And honestly, I, I don't want my name associated with somebody walking around with, like, you know, a trash result or, God forbid, a, a terrible tragedy. Um, but we do, every month we have a couple people just that we just turn away. And we try to do it gently because in these days, you know, I, I, I turn people away. I get a bad review. This guy was an asshole. <laughs> right, right. But treat you. And I, I always try to be nice about it. Um, it's, it's, it's horrible. The reviews thing, it, that pisses me off. Uh, well, because I mean, but, you know, we live in we live in a uh, an age where um, I call you up and I don't like the answer you give to me. Someone goes on Google and writes you a review like, whoa. And then you get the notification. Well, what the what the fuck? Whoa, whoa. What, what is this about? And it's crazy because they can write whatever they want about you, but you can't reply because it's a HIPAA violation. You can't share anything about their procedure. Right, um, right. So we're handcuffed. It, it, it sucks. And a lot of the shit's made up. Like, we have colleagues that, like, they're busy, not busy, sitting in their office, not doing shit. Instead of, like, trying to prove themselves, they try to take you down. They start, <laughs> I have some douchebag around the corner. He wrote a review about me, but he didn't realize he was logged in under his name. So his plastic surgery name showed up. So I had a lawyer contact him. came down the next day. But, like, it's just, it's pathetic, man. I, I don't do that kind of shit. I can imagine. There's, I can there's imagine. so many patients out there. Like, there's enough for everybody. Um, it's just stupid. Well, I mean, there is enough for everybody, but you know, you got someone that may be looking at you, a colleague of yours looking at you on social media, and, and you've got the following. You're pretty busy. You have a, a pretty big practice out there in Long Island, so it it it's easy to to be envious of that. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than they go and put in the work. Yeah. Everybody's jealous of the dog with the bone. I get it. Uh, <laughs> and, and for that reason, I'm, I'm always like mad, care, careful. Like, I feel like there's a, definitely a target on my back, which forces me to like do everything super tight. Like, we're above board for sure. Like, and a big reason is because of, I get so, so much hate. But it's all good. Right. We love our patients, love us. That's the most important. Now, you've been in this business for a while, right? And there's, as you said, colleague, there's a lot of shortcuts. You know, as we talked prior to this, we spoke today, and I was telling you that, you know, you see a lot of these females are going overseas, right? 
some people are, are having these surgeries in back rooms and hotel rooms. Um, you being an, uh, a diplomat for, you know, how would you, what would you advise people of, if, if considering getting the surgery, if this is what they want to do and they want to get the surgery done, how should they go about this? Sure. So what I'm going to say is probably something that you've never heard before. Um, I mean, there's one thing about me. I'm very honest. I don't bullshit. Um, everyone robotically answers, find a board certified plastic surgeon. Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing wrong with board certified plastic surgeons. But the only thing that really says is you finished the residency and you took a test and you passed it. Um, the amount of Brazilian butt lifts that are done in plastic surgery residencies 10 years ago when I was in school were like zero, like literally right. myself included. I never did a BBL during my training. Uh, I have a whole bunch of plastic surgery friends that are my age. They did zero. It wasn't a popular procedure. My friends are board certified plastic surgeons and I would never let them do a BBL on me. Um, just because you have the credentials doesn't always mean you have the experience. Gotcha. Uh, you got to go to someone that knows what they're doing. There's done a lot of them. I mean, a patient could look up how many lawsuits a doctor has. It's it's a public record. That would be a good place to start. And then obviously finding patients that have gone through the experience. And it's not just trying to find someone safe. It's trying to find someone. You're, you're finding an artist. You're trying to find someone who has the good eye. You can have like the smarts, but horrible hands. Or you can have like decent hands with a horrible eye. You kind of got to find someone that's got it all. And, and someone who actually gives a shit about you, too. Um, because, you know, there, it is a business also. And there are people that just try to do 10 surgeries a day. And, you know, it's physically and mentally exhausting. And that's how mistakes are made, too. So I answered your question very roundabout. But you got to find someone who's done enough. Uh, not too much. Not too little. And board certification is important. But it's certainly not the end all be all. How do you start your day? Because I want to touch on something you said. You said... Um it's a very stressful and fatiguing job, right? Yeah. Uh, and when you walk into this, walk into that room to perform a surgery, you can't have any distraction, right? How many surgeries do you perform a day? Uh, two, usually two surgeries a day. And how long does this usually last? Uh, we try to finish in less than four hours. Um, once in a while, something is a little over. Uh, like a breast augmentation is quick, but a Brazilian butt lift can take four hours. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're telling me that when someone walk in, you're talking about the anesthesia and prepping them and everything four hours. Okay, exactly. so, so you're probably coming in, what, hour and a half, two hours later? Uh, I'm in there for like maybe three and a half hours. Um, and I'm always like, I'm the last one to leave the building. Like I never... I, I don't see the patient. If I don't see the patient in the car, I, I don't I'm not leave in my office. So I'm there all night. Like I get out late today. I got home pretty early. It's pretty good. It's, it's almost sunny out still. Right now to be in there. So I'm, what I want to get at when you walk into that room, right? Yeah. You can't have any distraction. Oh, I got to take my kid to, I got to pick my kid up from school or, Oh, my wife told me to bring milk home. You got to be completely focused because a mistake can be critical. Agreed. Right? Agreed. So absolutely. How do you prepare 
for a surgery. What's, walk me through a, d- a day. You got two surgeries tomorrow. Walk me through. What, what, what do you do? What do you walk up? You get your cup of coffee, your, your newspaper, or you go in the back room, you, you meditate. What do you do? Um, so believe it, my day starts the night before. Um, I wear like a body cam during my, my consultations, assuming the patient's okay with it. Um, Cause to these, to these patients, they're so excited. Like this is their life changing moment. They've been mm-hmm. saving for years. They've been thinking about this every day of their life. So I, I, I was finding myself forgetting who they are and I, I feel really bad about it. Cause like, they're, Oh, remember last time you said this and, and I can't, I couldn't remember shit. So I'm right. like, I started wearing a body cam. So I watch, I rewatched their consult. Cause I, I always tell like the patients, I'm like, imagine like your husband, your first date with your husband. Wouldn't you love to see that all over again and get that same feeling all over again? So I watched that first date that we have. I rewatched the consultation. It's like 40 minutes, but I remember like the vibe they're going for that uh, the high school reunion coming up. Uh, I want to look natural, but not too natural, a little bit fake, but not that fake. I, I get that whole feeling before I walk in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, cup of coffee every morning. Um, gotta, I usually start with Drake, sometimes Future. I've been in my Kodak vibes recently. Uh, we put on some Kodak. Um, yeah, good music, man. I, I can't work without music. And uh, if I hear another classical song, I'm blowing my head off just from like residency. It's just right. Billy Joel and classical music. It's like, oh my God. So uh, we don't listen to that shit. Um, it's got to be good stuff. And uh, yeah, the hardest part is just, you know, I do my own consults. I do the own, my own surgeries. And I have helped doing my follow-ups. And it's just, you know, the, the same patient wants me to do the consult. They want me to do the surgeries. They want to see all the follow-ups. Multiply that by, I don't know how many thousands of patients I have. It's, it's, it is exhausting. And I give every patient my cell number. Uh, I get calls all through the night. There hasn't been a night where I haven't got at least a couple of texts. I already got a couple today. Right. Um, it, it's very personalized care. I, I don't know. I take a lot of pride in it. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Now, and I want to get back to this, um, something you said earlier, when someone's deciding to, to, to choose a doctor to do their work. Um, you have, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not quite familiar with, you know, the Brazilian butt lift and what's the difference. Some people do. I, I've, I've been hearing a little bit about um, transfer fat. Some people have um, silicone um in their butt which which is better because uh when I, I can't imagine silicone in someone's butt right oh no that's that's absolutely contraindicated that's the so only silicone tra- is a transfer 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 right? right okay okay right. bad transfer all right and what is the what is this thing where people are putting cups uh, on there, like it looks like cups. What is that? Yeah, that, that's nonsense, bro. It's uh, I, I made a TikTok video talking about it, and, and for some reason they got taken down of community guidelines. Um, it, it's basically creating suction, so it'll you know whenever you, they did the Kylie uh, Jenner lip challenge. I don't know if you remember uh-huh. that. It was yeah. like a suction right. Lip and you look like this for a couple hours, or um, yeah, a suction cup in your ass will swell up, and yeah, you'll look good maybe that night. Um, but it goes away. It's, it's silly. I mean, constant pressure over time can stretch the skin. Um, there's a, a device called the Brava. It's for like, you know, breast cancer. When you have a, a mastectomy, they put this on, a suction cup, it stays on your breast for weeks. 
and that constant sucking will actually elongate the tissue. But I mean, people go to a spa, get a suction cup on their ass for 30 minutes, it's not gonna do shit. Um, you just wasted your money. I mean, some people like the attention and uh, you look good for that night, but it doesn't make any kind of difference. It doesn't stretch your butt. It's not gonna give you a bigger butt. Do you think they do that because maybe they're, f they're afraid of the surgery? Um, I think they do that because they see a picture on Instagram and uh, someone got a free treatment and they promoted it and they do it. And it's really, I don't know, it bothers me. It's, it's very disingenuous to sell that to someone when the shit is just trash. I mean, unless they know what they're paying for. Like, yeah, I'm paying for one night or, or I'm going to the beach one day. I want to look like I got a fat booty. But um, long term, it, it's, it's just silliness. I, I don't think it's fear of surgery. Um, maybe it is, but, it, but it's it certainly under, it kind of undermines what you do, though, right? Because someone who puts a, a like, you know, they can put on a lab coat or a scrub take videos on social media and they yeah. go to a hotel room put on the suction cup but it's not really any it's not surgical so they don't really they don't really need a license right right no they don't um and most of the stuff in the hotel rooms are, are done without a license um I'm, i have no problem with suction cups i mean it doesn't work but you're not really hurting anybody uh but i, I do have a problem when they're injecting uh you know industrial strength silicone into people's asses because i mean you're they're killing people Right, uh, right. I've, I've seen some videos of that. Now, I'm glad you brought that up. Those chemicals that they're putting into someone's body, right, it can get into someone's um, blood, uh, blood veins and poison them, so to speak. Have you had any experience where people come to you to fix um, a situation like that or to fix a previous surgeon? Or let me ask the question this way. Don't answer that. If someone performs the surgery, you didn't perform the surgery, a, a patient goes to someone else, they got the surgery, a year later, they're not happy with the surgery. Would you take that patient on to correct the surgery? Yes. Well, silicone in the butt, I wouldn't. But most other surgeries, I would. Um the only problem, and it's me, you know, I have like a big heart. I try to help everyone. Um, but many times, you know, the patient comes with this horrible problem. They come to you for the solution. Sometimes the solution can't be fixed in one visit. And uh, you try your best. It doesn't come out to how they hoped. And now it's your problem. And now it's like they forget that's, all about the first guy that fucked it up in the first place. That's that's what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. And that at. sucks. And that really sucks. And even like legally, if you get sued, I'm the one who's going to be on the hook for it. And um, it, it makes people not want to help those kind of people. And that sucks. That really sucks. Especially in New York. That's why Florida is better. Hey, listen, <laughs> Everyone chill, is listen, crazy. Chill, chill out about Florida. Florida is a, listen, we have our malpractice issues in Florida, of course. Um, yeah. We, we do. I'm it's very. Decapitation. <laughs> they, they can only go so far. Right. Um, here they could yeah sue me for a few million bucks and it's like no, no, no. I, I I I understand I understand that's why I asked you that question because I know you know with the the malpractice issue you know you might not want to to touch to touch it because you know they one they might have to come back in a couple of visits two if you you fix it they may it not might it might not be to their liking. So now you're stuck with it. So now yeah. 
the same problem that she had or he hit or he had with the previous doctor. Now you're stuck with it. Agreed. I still find myself doing it because I love being the hero, man. Like, because if it works out, you're the fucking hero. And right. So sometimes it's worth the gamble. Many times my staff like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I know I said no more and I can't help it. I, right, right, right. I have a hard time saying no, but it, it's much harder to get um, out of a situation than into a situation. And I, I'm still learning that. I'm, I got some I got some growing up to do, but uh, yeah, it's tough. It's That's the hardest thing about this shit. What are you... Um... 10 years now, 10 years prior to this, you got into this. Where do you see this plastic surgery going in, in, in the future? Um, do you yeah, see stricter regulations for it? Uh, well, that is true. I mean, uh, and some of it's good. Some of it's bad. Um, like the Brazilian butt lift. Mm -hmm. Uh, there were a lot of deaths associated with that surgery. Um, at one point, it was one in 3,000 Brazilian butlers resulted in death. Um, so uh, some groups were created, a task force. They um, they looked at this stuff a little closer, and they changed the regulations. And now the number has been changed to one in 5,000. Still too high. Right. But it's, it's definitely becoming a safer procedure. And in the UK, they banned it altogether, which is not a smart thing, because now people are searching for it in you know unqualified you know, situations. But... Some regulation is good. I know in Florida, like it, it was, liposuction was was illegal in the '80s. They took it off completely. Um, so they, they, they're a little bit aggressive down there. But um, yeah, some regulation is good. I, I don't think a doctor should lose their license. You know, I think that's a rule right now in Florida. If you inject fat into a muscle during a Brazilian butt lift in Florida, you can lose your license. Right. So even if you do it accidentally. And the patient has no problem, and they go for an MRI of their neck, and they happen to get, a, you know, an image of their butt, and they see a little fat in the butt. I mean, is that guy going to lose his license? Nothing happened. So uh, there got to be a little bit of leeway, but yes, it, it's good to have some kind of rules in place. Uh, the amount of liposuction uh, out in New York is five liter max, which is a good thing. Right. People try to go overseas because they feel like they can get more out, but there's a reason it's five liters because it's dangerous beyond that. Now, as you know, doctors and lawyers are probably the most regulated profession. So, yeah. you know, you can understand why. But, you know, for you, um, I'm sure you do some surgery more than others. But what, what do you specialize in? You know, I, I know you do the, 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 the butt surgery stuff, the, the, the breasts. But what do you specialize in? Or do you, is there you're all across the board when it comes to that. Um, I definitely do a, a ton of butts, Brazilian butt lifts. Uh, and I guess I'm most known for that. I, I've lectured, you know, uh, internationally. Uh, I've written uh, a book, the BBL Bible. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very well known for my butts. Um, we do them safely. We do them uniquely uh, because I use like an ultrasound so I can actually see under the skin as I do it. I'm only one of the few guys in the world to do, do it that way. But we do a ton of tummy tucks. We do a ton of breasts, mostly body stuff. I mean, sorry, bugs. Once in a while, we'll do like, you know, facelift or rhinoplasty. But bread and butter is body surgery. And if I were to pick one, I'd say butts. But 
I really enjoy tummy tucks. I feel like I'm really freaking good at it. Right. Um, and breasts are fun too. I mean, I guess just body surgery, kind of like an umbrella. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Here's a video that um, I saw on your Instagram page. Uh, and for people who want to follow you on Instagram, is Dr. Fix N I N. I want to show you this uh, video. Then I, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Dr. B Fixin. Uh, Dr. B Fixin. Correct. Dr. Yeah. B Fixin. I will correct that. Um, I want to yeah. show. I want to show you this video. Um, and it kind of speaks to what you what you just said just now. <laughs> uh, let me play it for you. Okay. Boyfriends be like, Bay, you don't need surgery. You're beautiful the way you are. Is that why you only follow fake girls on Instagram? Are you actually worried that people are going to be up in her likes? Are you that insecure? Please. <laughs> when, you do the, when you do these things, do, do, do you see a lot of boyfriends coming in with their girlfriends? Very rare. Um, some of them like are in that right fight. Like it, they won't make eye contact with the boyfriend. Like as soon as the girl undresses, they kind of look the other way. Like they can't look at me <laughs> looking at the girl. Um, we've had weird situations though, with like sugar daddy coming in. Ooh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, hold, hold on, hold on. Hold that thought. Hold, hold that thought. Hold on, hold that thought. Hold, hold. Stop, stop. Yeah, that, that's okay. that, that's my lane. You're, you're you're going into my lane. Oh, I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, you're no, 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 no. <laughs> listen, I talk about that a lot, right? Now, so you got, so you really have sugar daddies coming in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, there have been sugar daddy come, and the boyfriend's there too. And the three of them sit around the table, and the no, guy's painful. No way. Are you fucking kidding me? Promise, man. It's, I had a girl who shits on guys for a living and she paid for the whole surgery with this. Like, I can't believe this shit happens out there. So wait a minute. So you got, you got the sugar daddy and the boyfriend there. How yeah. is that? How is that? So that, so they know, so how does that work? Well, how does that work? I guess, I guess it's like this symbiotic relationship. Everyone, everyone gets what they need. I don't get it myself. Um, I'd be jealous as hell. I can handle that shit. Um, but yeah, we've seen every strange, nothing surprises me. We've seen it all. We really have. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I've seen a lot of girls leave their guy too. And I guess maybe that's where some of the hesitation goes, uh, especially the massive weight loss patients, the one that lose 150 pounds, they become naughty, man. Like, they like unleash the beast. They get wild. I get all kinds of crazy videos and pictures. Like, like it even embarrasses me to see some of this stuff. Well, well I guess new body, new you. I mean, if you got a new yeah. body, you don't need an old boyfriend anymore. You need a new boyfriend, right? Yeah. I just got a message yesterday. Like she works at a grocery store. This lady, she's like, I can't believe I'm getting so much attention. Everyone in the store is trying to help me uh, load the shelves. I never got this before. It's, it's kind of cool. Kind of cool. No, no, yeah. no, no, it's not cool. The old boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> the old boyfriend lost her to the sugar daddy. That's what's cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I just, I would, I, I would love to talk to the sugar daddy and the boyfriend and the girl because that was just got to be one of the most awkward thing. But I guess if the sugar daddy is paying for it, 
Right. Um, there's no way of you getting around. There's no way of her getting around, you know, because she need him to pay for it. So he's got to be present at some point in time. Yeah. At the pre-up appointment, that's usually when they show up to pay the bill. And, um, I mean, it's like blatantly obvious, you know, like, <laughs> like the you know, decades between the two. Um, but it's cute. Everyone seems happy. Right. Right. That's, that's interesting though. Uh, Scott, listen, Yo. um, I would love for you to come back. Uh, listen, you, you got to come back. Not love. I, I, I want you to come back because we got to do this. Pro- we got to do this maybe once a month, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we got to we, we yeah. do this and and possibly even do it live so we could take some questions. Because, listen, I got to I, I know at least two females that want to get surgery done. Right. OK. Um, but they're scared. And listen, I, I mean, they're their audience, their followers. Right. They want to get it sure. done, but they're scared. And I was like, oh, no, some someone wants to go to Columbia. And I was like, oh, you might want to just stay in the States. But what do I know? You know, Um, so I know there's females out there that got questions, right? You're you're one of the best in the United States. One of the ones that uh, and what what are you? um, Maybe just a handful of guys that uses an ultrasound, right? How many? Yeah, Yeah. just a handful. Nobody does it like that. I guess that's where. uh, Did you patent that? Is that patent? Uh, I trademarked rump radar. That's what we call it. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, I hope everyone starts to use it, and, and I bet in a couple of years everyone will. I think we're just ahead of the curve. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And listen, I'd love for you to come back. You know, so um, and I mean, I, I appreciate you taking time. I know this is probably your, your daughter's bedtime, so I, I mean, we already talked about that. So I appreciate you coming on and and kicking it with me, man. No, for real, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I, Definitely. I, now, before we, you, really, say that again. I had a great time talking to you. Oh, definitely. Well, hey, listen, I'm a very approachable guy, Scott. I see this. You know? <laughs> now, before before we go, tell people where to, I know you're at Cosmo uh, Surgical Center in Long Island, but tell people where they can find you. Um, give them the information. Sure. So it's Cameo Surgery Center. Cameo, um, my apologies. No, that's okay, man. Um, on our website, it's cameosurgery.com. Um, on Instagram, it's Dr. B Fixin, D-R-B-F-I-X-I-N. Uh, TikTok, same thing, Dr. B Fixin. Um, we're doing really well on TikTok as well. Uh, Facebook's for old people. We don't really do too much on there. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have YouTube channels, not that active, but there's some good stuff up there as well. Definitely, definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah, we're very approachable. We answer all of our messages. Uh, we get hundreds of messages every day on all the platforms. So if you have any questions, anybody, uh, even if you don't end up coming to me, you know, that's cool. I just want to share good knowledge and stuff. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Scott, yeah. it was a pleasure. You enjoy your evening. Uh, we will you talk too. shortly. Uh, sounds dope. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate definitely. It. Take care. All right, buddy. You too.